Huffington. Each week I'll be sitting down with local influencers, businesses, and movers and shakers where they're going to give you all of their tips and tricks and tell you all the things they love about our beautiful state of New Mexico. And of course, guys, there will be giveaways. Make sure you tune in every Friday. That's Social Cue. This is Jade. And this is Ashley. And, and this, this is Taste, Taste of, of Summer. Summer. You'll be sitting down with us once a week where we're going to take you to the local restaurants. You're going to find local cocktails, amazing food. We can't wait. It's going to be delicious, guys. You won't want to miss it. Hi guys, happy afternoon. Welcome to Taste of Summer. I am your host, Ashley Buffington, and I'm also here with my co-host. Hello everyone, this is Jade Ryden here. So excited to be with you guys. So excited to be here with you, Jade. This is gonna be awesome. It's gonna be so good. And we have a very exciting episode for you guys today. I do. We are going to be sitting down with Andrew from High and Dry Brewing. Hi Andrew. Yay, welcome. Hey guys, how are you? Good. How, How are, are you? you? Doing all right. Good. Sometimes we talk in stereo. It just happens. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we that, that was my pause, like, reacting to that. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, Jane and I had the wonderful opportunity to come over last week for Taco Tuesday. We did. It was delicious. We tried a bunch of different beers. Yep. And some flights. Um, and then we, of course, tried the tacos. And the fries, which were amazing. Oh, yeah. I'm still so thinking good. about them. And then we had a cactus taco. Yeah, that which was, was really cool. Very I've cool. I've never had cactus before, but I'm a fan. Yeah, I was I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So we thought it would be awesome, Andrew, to have you come in here, share a little bit about your history to New Mexico, okay, and what you're doing currently with High and Dry. And then we'll talk a little bit more about what you got up and coming. All right. Awesome. Um, well, so I'm not a native New Mexican, um, grew up around Chicago, Northwest Indiana. And, um, since school, I've slowly been making my way South and West. Um, so back in the early, oh, well, I guess like 2010s kind of area, I started kind of homebrewing. That's about the time I met my wife in, in Austin and she's from Albuquerque and we started making trips out here and started the brewing home brewing thing and kind of catching that itch. And few years later, we kind of decided that this was the place that we wanted to move the family to and do this project. Um, we just kind of fell in love with it. And New Mexico just felt like it was the right place to do something that we we're trying to do and do the neighborhood bar because when we'd come here, it's like the one thing that we thought we were missing. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of how we got here. And it's really a lot to do with High and Dry and family. That's awesome. Very how, cool. How did you come up with the name High and Dry? Oh, I haven't thought about this one in a while. Um, <laughs> He's like, oh, wheels are, wheels are spinning. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, we hear all kinds of different, like, did you come up with the name because of, like, the shirt you guys are right. wearing, the, the Def Leppard album, or yeah. or the Radiohead song? Um, but we were going through the, the process with, with our marketing team, and you're, you know, testing out this idea and that idea, and I think I probably wouldn't have came up with this name if also if New Mexico wasn't so new to me, but just kind of sketching things, and so, like, high and dry one day and um, I do listen to a lot of music and inspired by a lot of music so that yeah. seems like it could be the obvious thing but then I started I was at the point where we we're going such down the rabbit hole this we we're like breaking down every word and what does it mean um, but high and dry sounded to me like it describes where we're at 
Totally. Or in high altitude, it's dry, it's desert. Um, and it's also a phrase that everybody's at least heard or maybe even said once in their life. So that's that was kind of it. We landed on it and it felt right. Our team liked it and we rolled with it. That's awesome. I oh, love yeah, it. Yeah, that's perfect. Well, yeah, and you know, if you're up high and dry, you want a beer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Like, I just need a beer right now. Well, and I like the music aspect of it too, like kind of being connected in it, even with the shirts looking very like Def Leppard like. I think that's fun. Super fun. It's very unique. Yeah, Jade and I are both wearing the Death Leopard inspired yes. high and dry shirts today. Yes. I love Definitely it, Andrew. Definitely go get a shirt. Very cute. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned neighborhood brewery. And for those that don't know about High and Dry, it's actually kind of tucked and nestled in a little neighborhood. You might not even know that it was there. So how did you guys come across that location specifically for High and Dry? Yeah, so when we were looking for locations, we were just driving around neighborhoods. That one kind of came up. I, you know, I'll go jogging and I'll, I'll look for spaces and stuff because you're jogging, you're you're in neighborhoods, and you kind of get a, a feel for the vibe. And we saw that building. Um, it wasn't always our first choice right off the bat. We were um, looking at a few other things, but in the same same neighborhood, and it actually turned out that one of our partners actually ended up owning that building. Um, and the tenants were moving out right at the time we were trying to lock the project down. And it was, it was an older building that, um, well, an older building is something we were looking for, something that we could remodel, revive. Yeah. So it's got, you know, they've got a special kind of feel about them that doesn't oh, really happen it does, yeah. in new spaces. Um, so that was something also important to us to find. But anyways, this place, it was an um, archetype tattoo is actually in there at the time, but we're like, this feels right. It's sitting right on the edge of the neighborhood. It's this big kind of semi-industrial building, but it also doesn't kind of look like that. Um, and we're like, this is, this feels right. We should just do it. And we actually didn't even come up with a name or any of that stuff until we actually found our space. Because wow. I feel like the creative process is a little more based on where you're at and what's inspiring you kind of at that time. So we didn't want to come up with something and kind of jam it into right. something. So, so that's how we found that place. It's kind of all these different things coming together um, in kind of the perfect storm. Yeah. It's a cool spot. Really great patio, cool space inside. Yeah, I really like it's what really you nice. guys did with it mm -hmm. because I like how you have some of that decorative tile on the bar area, some of like the kind of wood wooden floor area. And then like Jade said, the outdoor space is phenomenal. So good. So it makes it. it perfect for your food trucks, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. It allows us to have you know different spaces within within the small space. You can sit at a bar. You can sit in a you know more calm, bright, sunny room. And then we got a giant um, patio out in front that you can drive food trucks up to. It's awesome. And that's we didn't really we wanted to focus on on beer and having that that model in the neighborhood. Um, so we wanted to work and partner with food trucks here in town to to supplement that that part of the business and, and honestly work together um, with the food service. Yeah. What kind of food trucks do you have right now? So um, right now, so as you mentioned, they've been with us forever. Frankie's, yes. um, they do their Taco Tuesdays. Um, they're there every Tuesday um, doing $2 tacos. Um, and then the rest of the week kind of rotates around a little bit. We try to be as consistent as possible. Um, same truck, same day of the week for as long as we can do it. So there's some consistency there. Um, but starting tomorrow, our Wednesday truck is going to be Chef T's. Um, he's been out a few times. 
Thursdays, we've had um, last couple of months now rolling Phillies. So Philly steaks Ooh, and yum. those kind of sandwiches. Um, Chef T, just go back. He's got all kinds of stuff on there. Specials, crazy. You get, everyone can find something. Fridays um, is usually Tika Spice, also one of our great partners. And maybe in a little bit, I can share a little bit more about what we're doing with him. He does a New Mexican Indian fusion. Awesome nice. food. Oh, that's so cool. Sounds really good. Um, he's doing some really cool stuff. And Saturdays, uh, burnt fideo. So um, tacos and um, all the kind of stuff that we're really familiar with. Great food. And Sundays, um, Sunday's a little bit up in the air right now. Um, we're trying to make that a little bit more more consistent. But um, uh, we're, I think we're going to try to do some more tacos and, again, things like that on Sunday. Nice. But there is, there is a truck every single day of the week except Mondays. That's awesome. That's really cool. So now that we kind of know a little bit about the food and what you can get there when you go, tell us a little bit more about the beers, because that's really what you first started with High and Dry, was thinking about the brewery, what kind of brews you were going to do. And Jade and I were lucky enough to go behind the scenes and see your brewery and see kind of the magic that's happening behind the scenes. So would you share with our listeners a little bit about that process and what you guys are doing in the brewery industry? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and specifically, you're talking about the neighborhood thing. Part of what we wanted to do, it had to, it, our idea kind of had to be in a neighborhood. We we wanted it to be small and feel feel intimate and not go not go overboard and do production and distribution. Like we wanted it to be a space um, where you come in and you can only get our beers pretty much right then and there. And um, around that, we wanted to do. A more of a small batch process so we have we started out with a one barrel brewing system which is about as small as the state will allow you to do that um, and then if you imagine very small batches we're always changing stuff we're always experimenting so we're definitely a place where you, every time you come in there's going to be something different on the menu and that's that's something that I really like to focus on I don't like me personally I don't like going and getting the same thing all the time like that's great. You have your, your staples, but I want to try something different all the time. So that's yeah. that's what I wanted to, to bring uh, with that. But so so all of our I, ideas and brews are based on changing something up or tweaking something a little bit here and there. But we always have 12 beers on tap. You're always going to find a little bit of something. So make sure we've got IPAs, your pale ales, your hoppier beers. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be an amber or something malty. We'll have a stout. We'll have a wheat beer um, and some lighter lagers. So there's all, you're always going to find a little bit of something on the menu. And I think that's also important um, just to have a good variety and not get stuck in any one direction. That's cool. Well, yeah, your guys' motto is a spot for everyone. Right. So you got to have a beer for everyone. And now you're working <laughs> on seltzers. So that's even another element to, you know, create something for everyone. Yeah, I, I actually forgot about the seltzers. Thank you for reminding me. That's that's a new one. That was definitely not something that anyone was really thinking about when you know we sure, started yeah. started working on but this. It's so popular now, so it's cool that you guys are like evolving and like getting with the what people are wanting, right? Because some people can't have beer. Yep, abs- absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So evolving with that, trying new things, mm-hmm. seeing if the customers like it. Sometimes sometimes we're a little bit later to the game on that stuff, but we start hearing people asking about it and. And we'll try it at least once and yeah. see if it works. And they're good. We tried the cherry, I believe. Yeah, I think we had black cherry black on cherry. Yeah. last week. And 
the the seltzer flavors are are changing even more frequently than yeah. than the other stuff. Well, those know. are probably fun to like really experiment with because there's just so many options. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We we've, we've tried fresh juice to all kinds of stuff. I think there's a jalapeno popper one in there somewhere. Ooh, oh my um, goodness, I have to try that. So there there will be some surprises coming there too. And um, you had mentioned some people can't drink beer. Right. All of our beer is also gluten reduced. Yes. So not gluten free. Um, but we do um, take some steps in the process to to lower the um, amount of gluten that is in the That's beers. Cool. How is that process? Um, there's there's a there's an additive. It's actually a preservative that's very common in um, in the brewing cycle that we actually add in um, during the fermentation oh, cool. process. And it just kind of reduces some of that. Yep, it's it's a little more technical kind of chemical process in the background, but it doesn't change the flavor nice. or anything like that. It just um, again reduces the Makes gluten, it like it said, and yeah. it's. It's a little bit more tolerable for some people who can't go full gluten. That's awesome. Yeah, and Jade and I, we both kind of like the same two mm-hmm. brews when we were there last time. And I was surprised by I liked your IPA same. pulled from a hat, correct? Same. And I don't normally like IPAs. I but usually it was so like hate good. them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I really like. Yeah. Usually we'll look at an IPA, we'll try it, and then we're like, okay, yes. we'll put it back. And you even took one home, didn't you? I did. Jade? I took the, the thirty-two ounce home, and I love it. It's so good. Yeah. So what made that IPA different than maybe some of the other IPAs that we've had that makes it so that we do like it? Sure. Um, so there's a couple things that you can do in the brewing process to adjust how how um, how the hops come out in mm-hmm. the end. You can you know, make them very bitter depending on how much you boil them, which is maybe... Um, which is a little more common in some IPAs that you don't, maybe yeah. don't like that that's really it. sharp bitterness. Bitterness, mm-hmm. yeah. And and so how you add the hops at certain points in time in the brew will will impact that. So a beer can still be hoppy but not bitter. Right. Um, there's a there's a perceived um, kind of bitterness factor right. in, in hoppiness. So we we try to keep them a little bit more softer, like you're saying, and um, they're more flavorful. flavorful, yeah, as opposed to um, you know messing up your palate with a with yeah. something really bitter yeah. oh that like totally that. makes sense yeah so maybe i do like hops but mm-hmm. it's just the bitterness the bitterness that, that i makes so don't sense. like because it's also like an aftertaste sure. i think with that it kind of lingers yeah. yeah yeah and then what was the other one that we really liked the a lot? watermelon wheat oh yes tell us a little bit that about the good. watermelon wheat that one was so it tastes like summer yeah <laughs> it really does it could be like our, our theme drink yeah it could be this. yeah totally <laughs> it's very summery and it's a wheat beer right yes yeah yeah so um as we um we kind of grew into our, our four barrel system um over the last year we've been doing more more fruited beers because just it's just much easier on on that size and um We've been experimenting, and this this one I think has been like the biggest hit that we have. And it's it's a wheat based beer with um, it has fresh watermelon um, watermelon juice added to it. So nice. It's not it's it's got a little bit of tartness to it. It's very sweet. I I kind of think it tastes like a Jolly Rancher. Yeah, totally. Bit, but yeah, if you um, if you like fresh fruit and something that maybe doesn't even taste completely like beer, it's good. But yeah. we're this series has been very very successful before that we did a tangerine vanilla Ooh, version yeah, like of that. It's like a creamsicle kind of. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so if you can imagine those 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 two flavors and then the next one coming up is we're going to do a blueberry um, blueberry lemon. Oh, I can't wait to try that okay. one. That's going to be um, so good. Kind of kind of inspired kind of by the bomb pop kind of yeah. 
kind of idea somewhere in there, but the the watermelon watermelon wheat's almost gone. We probably it might be on for like another week. So, wow! Um, so get in there. Kind of as I was saying, it's always it's always changing, but you know the good ones we will bring back. So just yeah. we don't know when. Yeah. So That's make sure awesome. that we're vocal about the things we love mm-hmm. when we go there. Right. Right. <laughs> like yes, we would like this next summer, please, yes. Andrew. Yes. Please. That would be great. Exactly. <laughs> and then you guys do a really cool thing with your beers, and you partner with Pop Fizz. Right. So do you want to share with our listeners a little bit about that cool collaboration that you're doing? Sure. Um, so so there's another um, company here in town called Pop Fizz. You may have seen their their trucks go around the big the big pink ones. Um, they do paletas. And one of our friends back when we opened, like, hey, do you know do you know these guys? Um, they're making these great pops. And sometimes people put them in their beers and they're doing cocktails with them. I'm like, I had not heard of that. That's really cool. Um, let's let's meet with them. And honestly, we bought a, we bought a couple boxes from them and just started. We started putting them in the beers, and we call them uh, Paletta Shandies, um, which you guys all might be more familiar with. What a shandy is, where you're putting some type of juice or mm-hmm. something like that in your beer. But this, you get a fresh fresh fruit puree popsicle that you can put in your beer. So mix and match any of the flavors. Um, a, a favorite is the mango chili That's and an IPA oh, yeah. um, or like a, a lime and a pilsner. You know, you're, you're kind of creating some of the classic flavors that you might already be having with a beer. You know, someone puts a little bit of lime in their mm-hmm. beer or, or an orange and trying that stuff out or, or a coconut cream pop like with a stout. So I was hoping you were wow. going to mention uh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> that would so be good. The sky's the limit and everyone kind of combines them or you can just eat a popsicle. We've got, mm-hmm. we've got plenty of them around, but they're, they're awesome. So good. Well, and it's a really nice way to cool down after a hot summer day. Is mm-hmm. like get a beer, have the paleta in it, and I like how you guys serve it like actually in the brew itself. So you get like that beer flavor as yeah. you're enjoying yeah. the paleta. So good. It's really smart. Yeah, that, that was that was definitely. We weren't we weren't thinking that was going to take off as mm-hmm. much as it did, and we've even done some savory ones with um, like a Bloody Mary, oh, so cool. kind of like a Michelada kind of vibe too. Oh, yum. Oh so wow! We've gone we've gone all over the place, but um, those have definitely been been a big hit for us. That's awesome, Sweet. and I love that you guys can all of your brews too. And I th- I thought that that process was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't really realize like what went into it um, and everything kind of behind that. So I think that that would be super awesome to share with our listeners sure. as well. So we um, so as the pandemic started, we got ourselves a crowler machine, so like growler, but with a C and that allows us, and those are 32 ounce cans that allows us to take any beer that we have on tap and fill up a can on demand, um, for you. So we'll fill up the can and we'll, we actually have a can sealer seamer right, right there on the bar. So we'll fill it up and you can watch us, um, actually crimp the lid on and everything and make yourself a custom, a custom can of beer. And again, that was, that was something that was actually really big for us during the the pandemic when we could only do to go sales and everything. And now we've really tried to focus on that, but that is, that is the best way you can get our beer and take it home. Yeah. If you don't, you know, if you don't want to hang out or you want a little bit for later, kind of like, kind of like you all did. Um, and we do, um, our, we do a special on those. If you buy three, we do $3 off. And then we also have some tote bags that we offer discounts Love on and bag. that you can, can reuse for those. But Anything that's on tap, you can get filled up and take home. That's cool. Do you ever have anybody mix beers in the can? 
I was just thinking about that. I was oh, like, yeah. how I would love to do that. <laughs> well, yeah, because when Andrew was there, remember? Yeah, you mixed the the watermelon and the IPA, right? That's right. Yeah, I feel like that would be a good mix. I think that would be really good because it would like mellow out the watermelon just yeah. a little bit. And then that IPA hop would be really good. Is that common for people to do? We will we will get requests to to mix things. There's probably some things that you'd never even think of that yeah. some people like. But yeah, well, absolutely, we'll we'll mix the beers. Um, we don't get the request too much in the crawlers, but yeah. we can absolutely do it. Yeah. Um, but you know, you get like you'll get stout with with cider, or we we do have somebody who likes mixing um, an IPA with the sour beers. It, it's all over the place. Like, it, I love that. So if there's something you guys you ever want to try, just it's like making Ask your us, we'll own. mix it for you. <laughs> um, we, we do, we play a game with it, and I think you guys kind of saw that too, yeah. where someone will try to trick somebody or see, see if you <laughs> know the beers know. well enough to yeah. to guess which two are mixed together. It's a lot harder than it sounds. That's fun. No, actually, like it sounds that. really <laughs> difficult. It sounds actually. very difficult, yeah. I'd be like, this one tastes like beer? Yeah. <laughs> well, the watermelon's easy. Yes, that's true. Because you're like, yeah, this is watermelon. But the other ones, I, I, I don't know that I could actually tell. <laughs> right. Maybe the color would help. Yeah, the color would help. I would know if it was a stout, obviously. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. So what are you currently enjoying right now at High and Dry when you're enjoying yourself a pint, maybe? So my go-to was the pulled from a hat that mm-hmm. you guys mentioned. We actually did that beer in collaboration with Turquoise Trail Brewing. So we, we came up with the recipe, put nice. that one together, and we split it. So... You can also get that beer at Turquoise Trail oh, as well. Oh, that's cool. Um, we, we like to try to do um, little collaborations and stuff like that. But my new go-to is we just actually updated our recipe on our Hurry Sundown wheat, and we actually added a little bit more hoppiness to it, like we were just talking oh, about. Nice. So, so it's a wheat beer, but you're getting – it's not very bitter, but you're getting a little bit more flavor. kind of the hop flavor and all that. So that's been kind of – my go-to because it's a little bit lighter bodied beer. It's not not heavy, but it tastes like hops and it's got all stuff. So it's a little bit more like refreshing kind of summer beer nice. um, for me. Oh, that sounds really good. We'll have to go back. Yeah, definitely. Well, a lot of reasons to go back. Definitely. <laughs> the food is phenomenal. The so drinks good. are phenomenal. So good. Yes. And then we had, you already talked a little bit about it, Jade, but we had tried the chicken taco. I think the carne asada. Uh-huh. We tried the cactus. And then we tried the loaded fries. So good. The loaded fries were really good. Andrew helped us with those. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> they we were help. There's a lot. <laughs> yes, and that's Freddy's, right? Frankie's. Frankie's. Oh, Frankie's. I'm sorry. Frankie's. It's Frankie's Burgers. Frank. They go there. They go by Frankie's Burgers. Uh, I believe it's Frankie's Burgers 505 is there. Um, that's how you can find them on on Instagram. So they actually they do they do a lot of different burgers and tortas and everything, um, which are all great. But their tacos are. So they're known for so good. Yeah. So don't be confused by by it saying Frankie's Burgers. <laughs> yes, exactly. Get get the tacos. Yeah, get the tacos for sure. And try them and all because the they're two bucks. Yeah. So you might as well do a tour of tacos yes. while you're there. 100%. G- get a flight of tacos. Yes, and get a flight of tacos and a flight of beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And do all of the do things. Do all of it. And then get a paleta. That sounds like a great afterwards. Tuesday to me. It sounds like a perfect Tuesday. <laughs> well, Andrew, so what's next for you, high and dry? What do you kind of see? for in the future okay well the most recent thing that happened is we actually got our um so we had our temporary patio expansion going on like a lot of people have now we actually got that approved to be permanent um congratulations so that's, that's awesome. huge that's very cool um and so we plan on 
plan on pulling up a bunch of the blacktop out there, doing some landscaping, softening cool. it up, maybe get some more permanent shade structures and all that. So, so we're going to revamp the outside just a little bit. Same, it's going to be the same place, it's just a little bit more friendly. Yeah. Um, and then we also have a we have another another project that we're working on. Um, still, still lots of to be determined elements <laughs> on it, but we are we're working on a second location. Uh, this is going to be in Knob Hill, so it's you know, going to be kind of right down the road from where we're at. Um, but we're going to do a little bit more kind of focus on on New Mexico wines, and we're still going to have our beer. Um, we might even kind of you know, get into to cocktails a little bit over there, but it's going to be you know an experience brought to you by by High and Dry. But it's going to be say a little bit uh, a little bit higher higher end experience. Going to be more a little bit more loungy, but still just as approachable mm-hmm. as High and Dry is, and you know uh, approachable wine bar. We're going to do some partnerships with um, with the restaurant who's kind of over there on site, so we will have more consistent food service and pairings and and things like that. So it's going to it's a it's a high and dry experience just with a different theme right that's super exciting so very ho- exciting hopefully hopefully by the end of the year maybe early next year is probably when when that's going to launch well you know jade and i will that's be awesome. first in line 100 percent, we'll be there we'll be knocking the doors down <laughs> you said you were inspired a little bit about when you went to texas right and some of the different kind of wine bar experiences that they have there correct yeah i think in and in my my previous life, I did consulting, so I was on the road a lot and visited a lot of different different cities. And I was very fortunate to experience a lot of different things and see what see what I liked and what we liked. But when we were when we were living in Austin and Texas, there were all kinds of little bars popping mm-hmm. up in old gas stations or um, very like unassuming kind of places, and we could walk to them and we right. didn't have to get in the car and we could do everything we wanted to in our neighborhood and. Um, that was very, you know, very much at the core of us. And then, but yeah, seeing, seeing these other, you know, beer and wine places and they don't, you know, nothing has to be, you know, super elegant or, or overly right. done. It's, it's all very approachable stuff that everybody in the neighborhood should feel comfortable for. Like that's how we kind of got to the, you know, a spot for everyone is kind of our yeah you know tagline. Not, you know, we're not going to please everyone all the time, but, but we want to <laughs> have things in neighborhoods where people are and where they live yeah, and do that instead of us always getting in right. cars and having to, to drive everywhere. And so we want to create those spaces in the places that, that we live and where high and dry is one of the second places. These are all within a mile of like where, where we live and our partners live. So yeah, it really is like our neighborhood. Yeah. And I think that that's very, that's really important. I think that makes it a little bit easier for us to do, do certain things and certain concepts because Right. We are, we are living there too. Right. Right. You well, guys are a community. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was going to say that. Yeah. Well, in Albuquerque, I feel like in general has such a cool community and is all very focused on and driven by that community aspect. So I think it's perfect. Yes. And we've loved like meeting all of the different brewers and you guys are like all friends with each other, which is really cool to see and hear how you guys collaborate and they kind of share ideas with each other that it's not really a competition. It's more of a community helping each other out, being really the best brewers you guys can be. That's very cool. Yeah. um, And me not being from New Mexico and really coming up in the, the scene like a lot of like a lot of other people have, everyone has been really awesome and welcoming welcoming us into the community and working with us there's 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 some people out there that I can't 
thank enough for helping us get through some some tough times too or you know just really creative people and doing charitable events and doing all and coming together to do it it's it's really made like the whole thing so much more enjoyable to know that like everybody's everybody's out there playing on the same team well that's awesome that's very cool um now you had a really busy weekend Right. Yes. I think it'd be fun to share a little bit about what you guys were doing this weekend, because yeah. I loved watching on Instagram what was going on. And I also really loved the costumes as well. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so this last week was the first you know full week open in well over a year. So we kind of we decided to that was going to be the week that we're going to start kind of doing all of our normally programmed events on certain days of the week. Um, but we're, I think where you're starting it. So on Saturdays, we're not, we're doing live music at 8 PM and that goes till about 1030 or so when we close, um, we're working with, um, a local group called, um, um, monsoon music house or a little, little music collective here. Um, oh, cool. so they're helping us book the acts and, and kind of running that and making sure that that, that runs smoothly. But, um, that was really their idea to do the, the eighties themed kind of oh, party that. and, Everyone came and dressed and you know, played played fun songs that everybody knows and um, yeah it was it was just a bash um, so it was very cool to have that for our first Saturday open um, and we had wanted to and I'd kind of mentioned that like music is something yeah. that I'm very very much into and since day one we've been trying to find different ways like how do we make music work here and you know this didn't work that works because our you guys have been in the space it's sometimes a little bit it can be tight if mm-hmm. we're doing stuff like that but. Um, we're actually using our yellow room that we that we had our ate our tacos and everything yeah. as the stage now. Yeah. Oh, so cool. so That's awesome. eight o'clock when things kind of chill out and we want to switch over. So it turns into a stage. Um, so that's so that's how we're doing that. And that was something we actually wanted to kick off back in March, yeah. April last year and yeah. didn't have the opportunity. So um, so we met some awesome people over the winter and they're helping making that thing awesome. And then we did our. Um, our third annual wiener sling on 4th of July. Um, that's awesome. And that's, that. that's where I go. I go out and I give out hot dogs um, from, we do 12 to 5 because 4th of July, you know, everyone's got to go yeah. do their fireworks and everything later. But uh, but I get out there and put the apron on and grill hot dogs and give hot dogs out. And we play cornhole and just have a, it's like a little backyard party at that's the so brewery. Fun. Oh, that's super that's cool. That's part of the neighborhood thing again, <laughs> that's, right? That's it, right? Yeah, I, I love think, that. There's, I think there's somewhere we, I don't even think we use it enough, but if you kind of read our history or anything, we say it, we say it should feel like it's your neighborhood's living yeah. room. And that's, that's really the core of all that. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, me too. And I, I think that you did do that. It's super comfortable oh, yeah, when you go sure. there. So you, you've done yeah, it. You feel like it's your backyard. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. There's, there's, there's a lot of other people who, who do the architecture and design and stuff that really make that, that come together. And I, think you guys know some of them too so yeah yeah definitely yes we have a lot of talent here in new mexico we do absolutely and it's wonderful to kind of see all of that talent coming together to make these different dreams and visions happen and we want to announce our winner so you were nice enough andrew to give away a 50 dollars gift card to high and dry where they can come in and get and try all of your different brews they can take a crowler home with them and would you like to call off the winner or would you like us to do it 
You guys go for it. <laughs> the winner is Aaron Muffaletto. Congratulations, Yay, Aaron. Aaron. You are going to love it. If you haven't been, it's going to be fantastic. And if you've been, you already know it's great. Yeah. And maybe you can take us, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Twist our arm, you know, and we, we can tell you all the best things because yes. we've tried them already. Yes. 100%. <laughs> all right. Anything else you want to share, Andrew, before we sign off? No, it's, it's been awesome working with you guys. Great to meet you and I love what you guys are doing as well. So, so thank, thank you for doing this. Thank you. Well, thank you. That's really nice. Thanks, Mm -hmm. Andrew. And then make sure you keep us in the loop on anything exciting that you're doing. And then will you just share with our listeners so that they know how to follow you on your Instagram handle and or if you have a website? Yep, absolutely. So we are at high and dry brew, just just like it sounds. And um, that's that's all the platforms same. And then our website is high and dry brewing dot com. But just just go to the just go to Instagram. That's gonna that's where you're gonna get the most up to date, yeah, right? Accurate information. And you can get the menu on what's yes. going to be there. Any cool events that you guys are having? Because I know that with everything being opened, I imagine High and Dry is gonna be doing some cool stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. We try to make sure the schedule's up there every week uh, as early as we can, and um, so so definitely check there, and uh, that's how you're gonna figure out what's going on. Cool, cool. Well, you heard it here. You're gonna have to go to High and Dry and check out all the fun events. Yes, absolutely. I'm there. I'm there too. Double tap. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And then next week, we're going to be sitting down with Nicole Kapnensen from Meraki. And guys, believe it or not, that's going to be our last taste. I know. Our last taste. So sad. (laughs) So sad. (laughs) All right, guys. You have a wonderful day. Thanks. Bye. Bye. This is Jade. And this is Ashley. And And this this is Taste Taste of of Summer. Summer. You'll be sitting down with us once a week where we're going to take you to the local restaurants. You're going to find local cocktails, amazing food. We can't wait. It's going to be delicious, guys. You won't want to miss it.